I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Stop, Collaborate and Listen. My name is Jess Rufus and I'm going to be your host. Um, before we get started, I would love to just give a quick shout out to my own business, Collabasaurus, which is the matchmaker for brands. We help you connect with over 4,000 collaboration and partnership opportunities all over the world so you can grow with a limited budget. It's actually free to get started as well. So if you head over to collabasaurus.com, it's as easy as clicking any type from the homepage and you can go from there. We'd love to see you over there. But today's podcast episode is all about messaging, pain points, and what this has to do with mushrooms. <laughs> so I've got a bit of an analogy around mushrooms to share with you guys, which I think is brilliant and I hope it makes sense. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be addressing, you know, if your sales are sluggish, um, because this often has to do with these two things being pain points and messaging. So people in tech often talk about product market fit and being able to solve a real problem. And part one of this is having a product or service that totally solves a problem. And part two is being able to communicate a solution that speaks to their pain point. So I've got this story about mushrooms that I want to tell you. Um, and I've also got three tips and action steps to identifying your customers' pain points and building messaging around that pain point as well. So let's get into it.
Okay, so if you wander into any Woolworths or Coles in Australia to buy button mushrooms, which I do about three times a week, you have the option to buy them loose and pop them into a brown paper bag or buy them pre-sliced. And did you know that pre-sliced mushrooms are actually more than double the price, which is crazy. It's like it's more than double. And I flip between loose and pre-sliced mushrooms myself based on my mood and the extent to which my pain point, which is spending time and effort slicing mushrooms, is pronounced on the day. So knowing your customer's pain point is incredibly important because it will drive all of your marketing. Um, And even more important, the messaging that you construct to address this pain point is really important as well. So some products are inherently and visually um, communicating the problem that they solve kind of in their nature. So sliced mushrooms, for example, um, are in a clear plastic punnet with a clear glad wrap lid. So we can see and visualize the time savingness um, of these pre-sliced mushrooms. Um, But most businesses need to identify their pain points and use the right messaging, market in the right places at the right time in order to acquire customers. So what are your potential customers' pain points and what really frustrates them? To give you a couple of examples, for Collabosaurus, we have two very distinct target markets, one being small business and one and the other being enterprise customers or agencies. So um, for the small businesses, it's their pain point is really about growing a business with limited cash flow, time and resources. It's really frustrating and time consuming wearing all of the hats, let alone hustling brand collaborations. So that's one of Collabosaurus pain points. For enterprise customers, the pain point for them is that their clients are demanding big results and reach. Um, They're not able to consolidate marketing analytics easily and report ROI, as well as managing multiple stakeholders across a campaign. So they're two very, very different pain points that we're solving. And so when we're marketing to each of these different segments, we're using very different messaging as well. To give you another example, um, we love Canva. We use Canva's design tool pretty much every day. And I'm guessing the pain point for small business that they're solving is the time it takes to learn and get good at Photoshop or the high cost of graphic designers when your cash flow is tight. Um, Canva also target a separate target market, which could be students, for example. And for them, it's not being able to make their resume stand out or ultimately get their dream job. Um, And the list goes on. So if you do have a moment, write down the pain points of your target markets um, and consistently work on messaging to make your messages resonate with the audience and their frustrations. And I hope I'm not going to confuse you too much with the mushroom analogy, but I feel like it's really important to mention that some people will grow their own mushrooms. Some people want free mushrooms. No matter how much time you have spent learning to grow and harvest these mushrooms, some people will only ever buy loose. Um, Some people will only buy pre-sliced. And some people hate mushrooms altogether and they want you to stay the heck away from them. (laughs) And that is why you are not here to solve everyone's mushroom preference. You're here to speak to the person whose individual mushroom preference and biggest mushroom pain point you're solving. 
So I've got top three tips for getting your messaging spot on. And number one is do an interview or a survey of your customers. This can be really powerful, especially if you can record the audio somehow and just have a casual conversation rather than getting your customers to um, type their response. I think that's because, you know, They'll naturally answer questions and use words that um, they're very comfortable with. And then what you're able to do with that is echo the messaging in your marketing. So for example, with Collabosaurus, we did a little bit of an interview with some of our clients and some non-clients as well. And one question we asked all of them was, how would you describe Collabosaurus to your friends? And every single person, I kid you not, every single person said a dating site for brands. That is what really stuck with people. And so then that really informs our messaging um, in our marketing campaigns as to what's working and what's not. Number two is to split test messages to see which performs with actions over time. So let's say you've kind of brainstormed a couple of different messaging um, variations that you'd like to test out. It's really valuable to be analyzing the results of these tests and doing things as simple as maybe a Facebook ad to the same audience with three different copy in it, three different creative copy, so that you can actually test over time which message is resonating with your target market to the point that they're taking action from that. And you can do this organically as well. You can do this through, you know, Instagram posts over time. You know, maybe you could try... um, alternate Sunday nights um, posting on on Instagram, for example, where every second Sunday you're trying message one in a different variation and every, and every other Sunday you're trying message variation two and just seeing, you know, how many link clicks you get from those kinds of messages over the space of, I don't know, maybe eight weeks to kind of see how they perform. So that's number two, split test messages to see which performs with action over time. And number three is try the solution first method with your intro. So I I get so many people coming up to me at the end of events and say, oh, I'm just a consultant in marketing or I'm just an interior designer. Remove the word just from your vocabulary when you're talking about your business and try introducing your solution first as well as your target market if you can. So for example, you could say, I help small businesses get big results through Instagram and email marketing instead of saying, I'm just a consultant. Or you could say, I design beachy homes for the time poor Sydney cider instead of I'm just an interior designer. Does that make sense? So you kind of break it down to address someone's pain point. The second one, the second example I gave was time poor Sydney cider. Sydney cider. I can't speak this afternoon. Um, so that example really speaks to someone's pain point of being time poor and wanting a beautiful beachy home, if that makes sense. Okay, beautiful. So a really quick wrap up of the top three tips is number one, run an interview with some of your top clients as well as people who maybe know about you but have never actually engaged your services or bought your product to find out sort of how they talk about the problem that you're solving or the problem maybe that you solved for them or why they came into your store and all that kind of stuff. Number two is split test messages to see which performs with actions over time. Actions speak louder than words. (laughs) And number three is try the solution first intro. So I help XYZ achieve XYZ, you know, through XYZ. I don't know. Try that formula. That could really be helpful in building messaging around a pain point. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you do love this podcast, we would love for you to share over on social media. Just make sure you tag at Collabosaurus so we know about it. Um, and if you would like to keep up to date with the latest episodes in your podcast app, you can click the big purple subscribe button that doesn't allow us to send any email marketing or anything like that. It just makes sure that you'll get a notification on your phone when, when we release a new episode, which is every fortnight on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me, guys, and I'll see you next time.